Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is sponsored by Fantrax. Fantrax is free. NHL Fantasy Hockey League Manager is the most customizable, easy-to-use, and feature-rich platform in the industry. Sign up for free today at Fantrax.com slash LockedOn. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, October 6th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also go Leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. If you follow right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. All right. Good morning, everyone. As always, thanks for making the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast your first listen here today. While the Blackhawks did not have a preseason game yesterday, we still got Plenty to break down here on the show as Wyatt Kalanuck, defenseman, suffered an ankle injury yesterday. We'll have all the updates on that in just a moment and also how it could affect the rest of the Hawks' NHL roster. We'll also talk about forward Brett Connolly being placed on waivers and what that means for some of the youngsters that are right there on the bubble. And then I'll also wrap things up by revealing number seven on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. But starting with Kalanuck and that ankle injury that he suffered yesterday, I was actually at Blackhawks practice yesterday. It was very nice to be back inside Fifth Third Arena with all the beat guys. Had a couple of nice conversations with Charlie Rumeliotis from NBC Sports Chicago and Ben Pope from the Chicago Sun-Times, two recurring guests here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Always great to chat with those two and great to finally uh, get to talk to them in person since COVID and everything. Finally, the Blackhawks are practicing and fans and everyone can go. Um... But yeah, I was at practice yesterday and I did see that hit that occurred between Kalanuck and forward Reese Johnson along the boards. And I didn't want people to, I was kind of surprised that no one was like, oh, Reese Johnson's hitting a teammate in, in training camp. So I'm glad I didn't have to explain that to anyone, but I, I just wanted to be sure to emphasize that it wasn't like a big hit or anything. It, it Everyone out there knows it's practice between teammates. It's not like Reese Johnson was trying to do anything. It was just a little physical contact. Two guys got bumped up together along the boards. And unfortunately, Kalanuck just came up a little bit gimpy after that. Um, I didn't see exactly what happened to his ankle. I just saw him not feeling great after that hit. Uh, He went straight to the Blackhawks bench and went and got evaluated by the trainers. And then after that, he did not return for the remainder of practice, which I knew immediately wasn't good and then during uh, the media session a couple of hours later head coach Jeremy Colleton confirmed that Kalanuck is out he'll be week to week with an ankle injury and that's a tough blow for the kid because I, I it's not I, I really doubt that he's going to be 100% healthy and good to go by next Wednesday for the season opener against the Avalanche and I really did think he was going to crack the opening night lineup with how well he played at the end of last season he'd been good so far 
when he's gotten opportunities in the preseason. He's one of the older guys. I know it's only it's going to be his first full NHL season, but he's 24 years old compared to Ian Mitchell, Nicholas Bodan. Those guys are still much younger than he is. Um, so yeah, tough blow there for Wyatt Kalanuck. And when he was healthy, it was looking like the two guys that were going to be duking it out for those sixth and seventh defenseman spots were Caleb Jones and Riley Stillman. But now with Kalanuck out, you got to think both Stillman and Jones rise a spot in the depth chart. And that now leaves Jakob Galvis potentially with a chance to make the Blackhawks NHL roster out of camp as well. It's crazy. His, uh, of his ascension during training camp so far. Um, and during practice yesterday, the Blackhawks, they were split up into two separate groups like they have been for the last week or so. And the first group that hit the ice pretty obviously was filled with mostly the guys that are headed either to Rockford or back to their respected junior teams in the next couple of days with the season starting so soon. Um, the only real bubble players, if you will, out there in that first group, I would say, were Alex Nylander and Lucas Reichel. Ian Mitchell and Nicholas Bodan were both in that group as well, but I think at this point... Quick drink of water here real quick, voice a little raspy. Apologies. Oh, where was I? Um, oh yeah, Ian Mitchell and Nicholas Bodan. Um, yeah, they were, they were also both in, in that first group skating early on in the morning, but at this point, it's... Pretty likely both those guys are going to start down in Rockford for uh, just to fine-tune their game a little bit more. Um, so with mostly the AHL group out there for the early stage of practice, that left most of the NHLers in Group 2 for the afternoon session. And the only real surprise of Group 2 was Jakob Galvis. And, I mean, it is still a surprise, but um, if you look kind of... Behind the lines, Carlton's been giving Galvis a ton of praise so far during training camp. He also let Galvis play with all the NHL guys on Monday versus Detroit. Uh, and even before Kalanuk's injury, when I was at Blackhawks practice, seeing Galvis with that second group, I was I was wondering if Carlton was considering keeping him as their seventh defenseman to start the year because while he is just 22 years old, he already has over four years of professional experience overseas. So, yeah, I, I do think Rockford will be beneficial for him, and I think he'll be down there at some point, uh, unless he takes this opportunity and absolutely runs with it. Um, but I, I don't think Rockford is as necessary for his development as it is for Ian Mitchell and Nicholas Bodan and even Alec Regula because... Galvis has already proven himself in some leagues that a lot of people consider to be better than the AHL. Um, so, so that's going to be interesting. But at the same time, when I was thinking that, again, when Kalanick was healthy, I was like, oh, well, both Caleb Jones and Riley Stillman are not waiver exempt, meaning that the Blackhawks would have to risk losing them for nothing to try to send them to Rockford. And I doubt that's the path that the Blackhawks want to take with either of those guys. They like what they've seen out of Caleb Jones so far in this preseason, and Riley Stillman was a big part of that trade um, that they made with the Florida Panthers last year at the trade deadline. So I can't imagine that the Blackhawks would be willing to risk losing either of those guys for nothing. But now, with Kalanuck injured, that might have just opened the door enough for Galvis to make the team as the seventh defenseman. Uh, and also, something worth noting is that Wyatt Kalanuck 
is waiver exempt. So he wouldn't have to be put through waivers in order to be sent down to the AHL. And and that just makes me wonder now that if, you know, with, with the season right around the corner here and it's sounding like Kalna could be out for a couple of weeks, plural, we're one week away from the season opener. Um, that makes me wonder if they're going to send him down to Rockford for a little bit to give him some time to, to get back up to speed for the first couple of weeks while also giving Galvis some game action or or serve just to serve as the seventh defenseman to start the season. And then both Kalanuk and Galvis are waiver exempt, so that would make for a smooth transaction once Kalanuk gets back up to speed, gets back to being 100% healthy and ready to go for NHL action. But without a doubt, that's a huge opportunity here for defenseman Jakob Galvis and, and should be one of the main storylines to keep an eye on with uh, less than a week left in Blackhawks training camp. And one other quick thing I wanted to mention about Blackhawks practice yesterday is that, man, it's still pretty obvious that forward Dylan Strom remains in Jeremy Colleton's doghouse. And now I'm really starting to think that Stromer's not going to be in that lineup come opening night against Colorado. During line rushes yesterday, the Blackhawks' top six remain the same as expected. Alex DeBrinkett, Tyler Johnson, Patrick Kane, Dominic Kubelik, Jonathan Taze, and, and Philip Kershev were the second line. Then the third line was Brandon Hagel, Kirby Dock, and Henrik Borgstrom. While a lot of people think Borgstrom's a, a bubble player to make the team, he's also not waiver-exempt and like Stillman was a big part of that trade they made with the Florida Panthers last year, and they're excited about Borgstrom's future, so can't imagine that um, they want to risk losing him for free either, and uh, even though it's not ideal for him probably to be a, a healthy scratch to start the year, that's better than not having him on their team at all going forward, so uh, gotta think Borgstrom's pretty much a lock to make the team at this point, at least in my opinion. Uh, and then the fourth line was Jujar Kara, Mackenzie Entwistle, and Mike Hardman. And both of those last two guys, Entwistle and Hardman, are making strong pushes here to make this NHL roster. I'll have more on them in, in just uh, a little bit here. But the four extra forwards for the Blackhawks yesterday, they, they broke them off into twos. Ryan Carpenter skated alongside Adam Gaudette. And then Dylan Strom skated with Reese Johnson. So... Strom just continues to not get any sort of chances with the skill guys, and it seems like Carpenter, Hardman, and Entwistle may have uh, a better chance to crack the lineup against the Avalanche. That's also something definitely to keep an eye on with just one week left here in Blackhawks training camp. All right, there are some updates that we have on Wyatt Kalanick's ankle injury and Dylan Strom remaining in the doghouse. Coming up, in just, coming up in just a moment, I am going to discuss forward Brett Connolly being placed on waivers. But first, I need to talk to you all about fan tracks. Hockey fans, I'm going to give you the inside track on fantasy hockey. It's called fan tracks. Fan tracks is free. NHL Fantasy Hockey League Manager is the most customizable, easy to use, and feature-rich platform in the industry. It's the top Dynasty Fantasy Hockey League in the industry, and it's also the most customizable fantasy platform, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your Dynasty, Keeper, Redraft, and Best Ball Leagues. Go deep with the Ultimate Keeper and Dynasty Leagues. 
can also create a simple redraft league or even a customizable best ball league with up to 2,000 teams. If there's anything lacking in your current fantasy league manager, Fantrax likely has it. Fantasy sports doesn't sleep and neither does Fantrax, with seasons running 365 days a year. And there's a reason why fantasy players who try Fantrax make it their permanent home for all their fantasy leagues. And if you sign up for free today, you'll be entered to win an official NHL-signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. Just simply go to Fantrax.com slash LockedOn and sign up today. That's Fantrax.com slash LockedOn. I also need to talk to you all about Shopify. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses so that upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly staying informed. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and many more. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. Shopify believes in liberating commerce for all because entrepreneurship has the power to drive communities forward and commerce can be a force for good. And right now, if you go to shopify.com slash locked on, all lowercase, you can get a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today by going to shopify.com slash locked on NHL right now. Welcome back to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Getting into segment two now, let's talk about the Blackhawks placing forward Brett Connolly on waivers yesterday following practice. Honestly, I probably should have known that something was was coming with Connolly when uh, he, he wasn't on the ice with either practice group. Somehow that one escaped me. But yes, Brett Connolly is currently on waivers along with his $3.5 million cap hit over the next two years, and because of that... I highly doubt any other NHL club is going to claim him, so Connolly will likely be bound for Rockford by the end of the day today. And if you tuned into the episode on Monday during my Mailbag Monday fan segment, I was asked actually about which players do I think will be in the bottom six for the Hawks on the opening night. And one of my biggest questions that um, I-, I thought still needed needed to be answered was, whether or not they were going to keep Brett Connolly on the active roster or if they were going to keep Philip Kershev. Not because of Kershev's skill or whether or not he's NHL-ready or anything, just simply because he's one of the few sort of bubble guys that are waiver-exempt for the Blackhawks, but... With what we've seen out of Kurashev so far this preseason, he had another spectacular performance on Monday night, considering Jeremy Colleton's also given him a ton of praise throughout camp. Um, I think, you know, he, he's he's also looked really good on that second line with Jonathan Taze and Dominic Kubalik so far, so I think it's safe to say that at this point, Kurashev is a lock to make the Blackhawks roster out of training camp. And taking a look at the forward group that we have right now, I just talked about the forward lines a minute ago that the Blackhawks rolled with on Tuesday. The top six, gotta say, they're all locks to make the team. Don't think that's a surprise. Um, and then same, I would say, with Brandon Hagel, Kirby Doc, and Henrik Borgstrom, what was the third line yesterday. Um, I know some people think Borgie's kind of on the bubble, but 
he also isn't waiver exempt, so I don't think the Blackhawks are going to want to risk losing him for nothing either. And then on the fourth line, we saw Jujar Kara. He's locked to make it. But the two guys alongside him are very much so on the bubble. Mackenzie Whistle and Mike Hardman. And don't get me wrong, I think both have been spectacular so far and deserve to make the team. But considering both guys are waiver exempt, while the rest of the guys on the bubble, Carpenter, Gaudet, Strom, Nylander, all of those guys are not. Reese Johnson's the other forward here. I forgot about Reese, but uh, gotta think he's behind both Hardman and Entwistle at this point, and he also is waiver exempt. So think it's safe to say Reese Johnson is heading back to Rockford any day now, and with Connolly on his way there as well. Um, that leaves the Blackhawks with 16 forwards, and they're only going to have enough room to keep 14 of them on opening night. And by the way, I I gotta admit at this point. Lucas Reichel's for sure bound for Rockford. There just simply isn't enough room for him to make the team out of camp. Um, And obviously is waiver exempt. So uh, don't worry though, Blackhawks fans, this kid, he's going to be up at the NHL level at some point during the season. We heard general manager uh, Stan Bowman say it. And just obviously by watching him throughout uh, camp in the preseason so far. He's got the skill to be there, I believe, but um, I think Rockford will be good for him, and honestly, again, there's there's no rush to bring him to the NHL level. So to me, that just means that with Entwistle and Hardman, you know, being waiver-exempt, I know they've been tremendous so far, but I do ultimately think that they'll be playing for the Ice Hogs at the start of the season. There's no way that both of them make it. The only only way I could see one of them is if the Blackhawks are willing to risk putting Nylander through waivers. And while I know he hasn't looked good, um, I still just am not sure that's the way the Blackhawks want to play it when they probably could have traded him for hell. I mean, even if they get a fifth round pick for Alex Nylander, that's better than throwing him through waivers and getting nothing. So I just don't see that happening. And that just makes me think um, that Entwistle and Hardman are, are probably going to be the last two forwards cut from the Blackhawks at the end of training camp. All right, I think that takes care of everything on Brett Connolly being placed on waivers and how it affects the NHL lineup. Coming up in just a minute, it's time to unveil the number seven prospect on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. But first, I need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball is heading into the postseason, Football season is fully back. We're heading into week five, and UFC also has some of the best fights of the year coming up in the next month. So for any sport you want to gamble on, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info with Bet Online. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today, and be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
I also need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like double chocolate, salted caramel, coconut, and now they have a couple of really good new flavors like strawberry, they have grasshopper cookie, if you love mint, they just sent me a package of cookie dough, which is, I can't believe it's a protein bar, honestly. And they also have cookies and cream, cherry barcia, and many more flavors, all of which are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, capital L and LOCKED, then the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Now, for segment three today, before I wrap things up, I still got to get into number seven on my Blackhawks top ten prospects list. And just as a quick reminder, my honorable mentions for this list were Nolan Allen and Colton Dock, two guys who probably will be here uh, somewhere in the top ten. I just want to see a little bit more out of them before I know exactly where to place them. And with the shortened season last year because of COVID, I, I just want them to get some more game action up in the uh, up, up in their respective junior leagues before, you know, kind of knowing where to place them. But uh, getting getting to see them in training camp definitely does give me a little bit of a better idea. Um, but still, I'm going to put them on the honorable mentions list for now. I'm going to come back probably at the midway point of the season and it, it'll be safe Safe to assume it'll be safe to assume that Nolan Allen and Colton Doc will be somewhere on this list eventually. But along with those two on my honorable mentions list were Andre Altibarmakian, I had Michael Tepley and Isaac Phillips. Then Landon Slager, Wyatt Kaiser, and Alex Vlasic were numbers ten, nine, and eight. Nothing changed from my original order in that matter. I still think all of those guys are. I mean, it's tough to tell at this point, but um, I'd have those guys somewhere towards the back half. Uh, and today, coming in at number seven, I have Blackhawks 2017 third round pick forward Evan Barrett. And Barrett, I think had there been an 82-game season last year, probably would have been another Blackhawks youngster to go on and make his NHL debut at some point. And um, I do think he'll be in line to be one of the first call-ups from Rockford this season. Uh, Just unfortunately, during training camp, he's kind of fallen behind two of the top standouts in Mackenzie Entwistle and Mike Hardman, so he never really even had a chance of making the Blackhawks. Um, But it's clear when watching him in practice, Barrett is a very skilled player, and we saw it throughout his three years at Penn State. He was a point-per-game guy. Even as a freshman, he was very dominant for that team. Um, maybe didn't take the ascension that some had hoped after such a good freshman year, but without a doubt, he was still sturdy, a point-per-game player, uh, a really good goal scorer, and honestly, a human highlight reel. And now, I mean, while some people, you know, kind of, it feels like that, it kind of feels like Barrett's been on, on the radar forever because of that freshman year, and also when he scored that ridiculous lacrosse-style goal. Um, but I mean, he's still just 22 years old, and Going back to his 
last year in Rockford, which was his first playing professional hockey, pretty solid freshman campaign there. He finished with five goals and nine assists, 14 points in his 27 games played. And Icehogs head coach Derek King gave him a lot of plays, a lot of praise for his play during the year. He listed him along with Alec Regula and DJ Boosteker as the players who stood out the most to him throughout the season. So, um, although Barrett is likely going to be starting at the eight, and not likely, he is going to be starting in the AHL again this year, um, he'll probably be either on the top line or at least in a top six role for the Ice Hogs. And he should also be seeing some more time in the special teams department as well, particularly on the man on the man advantage where um we saw him perform well with the Ice Hogs last year, a couple of nice goals with his strong shot. That's probably his best asset, but we also saw him make some nice plays with his playmaking ability as well. He had some nice feeds to set up his teammates and just his overall um hockey IQ and his ability to see the ice at such a young age, you know, um, I thought that was one area he really was going to need to improve upon if he wanted to be a regular at the NHL level in the future. And that next step, I thought, is what he took this past year in Rockford, um, considering that he's always been more of a natural goal scorer than a playmaker. But again, you know, when watching him in practice, and especially when he's alongside fellow prospects like he was yesterday when they split up those two groups, it was clear, you know, he's one of the most skilled guys out there, and now it's just kind of about when he's going to get that opportunity and whether or not he makes the most of it. And really, it's crucial that Barrett does make the absolute most of his opportunities because all of a sudden, the Blackhawks kind of have some depth in their pipelines at the forward group. So uh, I just kind of get the feeling that this is going to be a really important year for Evan Barrett in Chicago. Uh, but you know, the kid's been waiting for his chances. He's been on the radar for a while, as I just said. And with the offensive skill set that he has, um, I think if he gets an opportunity, I believe the Blackhawks are going to like what they see out of Barrett when they eventually give him that give him that look. And that's why I have him coming in at number seven on my Blackhawks top ten prospects list. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Wednesday, October 6th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. It's free. Go do so right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll be sure to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to check out the Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day by simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at Talkin' Hockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.